Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. You know, it's been a while since I've talked about love, but this is the Love Never Fails podcast. And today we'll talk about love being the absence of ourself. And hopefully at the end of the episode, we'll ask ourselves the question, is my love absent of selfishness? Please enjoy this episode. Love is the absence of self. When I heard this statement made, it kind of blew my mind because I began to look back at what I thought about love and what I've taught about love, and it made me evaluate the scriptures when it concerns love. And when you look about talk about love being the absence of self, that means we're not loving anyone with our own self-interest, with our own self in mind. And so today we'll take a look at some scriptures and hopefully encourage you and to expand your definition of love and to examine the way you've been loving others. All right, so let's take a look at a favorite scripture and famous scripture about love. And that's 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And we'll go from verse 4 and 5, key verse being 5. It says, Love suffered long and is kind. Love envieth not, love vaunted not itself, it is not puffed up, doeth not behave itself unseemly, seek it not her own. All right, seek it not her own. So when the scripture says here, love seek not her own, that means love is never in it for himself. Love is never looking at someone trying to figure out what can I do for myself? What is my best way to love? What is most beneficial about this? But you're loving so much that you're not seeing yourself. You're not thinking about your own interests, but you're seeing that person's need for love. You're looking at them and you're looking at the people, you're looking at the world and everyone that God has called us to love and you're seeing their need for love. You're seeing that need for care. You're seeing that need for passion. And you're not looking for anything in return. As I've said a long time before, the love that we have learned to have in this earth, it has the law of reciprocity in it. And we're only in it to get something back. And if you don't do something or meet my expectations in love, then we cut it off and our love has an expiration date. But a love that does not seek its own has no expiration date. You love from your place in Christ. You love from where God has blessed you. You love from what you have learned about the love of God. So we got to love so much without thinking what's the cost, what I might suffer, how long will I have to put up with it, um, will I look like a fool, you know what I'm saying, will I be embarrassed, will they take advantage of me, you know, will they misuse me, look, Christ is our ultimate example, and he went to the cross being despised and rejected, he went to the cross being ashamed, you know, being being scandalized. He went to the cross being abused. He went to the cross being um, even, you know, called, you know, all types of blasphemous names and stuff. But he went to the cross because he knew that the world needed a savior. He knew that the world needed deliverance. He came, he said, he told the Lord, prepare me a body. And he came down and he decided, you know, he made a decision, I'm going to die for this lost world. And so he wasn't thinking about himself because if he would have, he'd have come down off the cross. He's on the cross and the people are walking by him and saying, look, he saved others. He can't even save himself. But he didn't have any self-interest because he died 
for others and he loved us knowing what we need he looked past the faults of humanity and saw our need and that's what our love has to be we have to begin to examine ourselves and look at the mirror and look at the situations of people that we say we love and spouses and children and co-workers and friends with all these people that we're saying we're loving and we got to look and examine it to see if we have selfishness in that love if I'm doing it for my own self, if I'm vulnerable enough, if I'm giving my all. Because if you have, a, if your love is not absent of self, especially in relationships, you'll never give your all. You'll refuse to be um, vulnerable to your husband or wife. And even in friendships and brotherhood, whatever it is, you will never be vulnerable to people that can bless you and people that you can bless because you have a selfishness, selfishness in you, in the love, a self-preservation. I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And so you won't love the way you need to love. So you have to begin to pray for God to heal you from all the hurt and all the pain and let on to God and then allow yourself to love without your own self-interest. Love without thinking about you. Like I said, Christ is our example. We're going to look at what Christ says in Luke chapter 6 about love when he expands his definition of love to the people. Luke chapter 6, starting at verse 32. He says this. For if you love them which love you, what thank have you? For sinners also love those that love them. And if you do good to them which do good to you, what thank have ye? For sinners also do the same. And if you lend to them of whom ye hope to receive, what thank have you? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. But ye love your enemies, and do good, and lend hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Be ye merciful, as your Father also is merciful. So look at what he is saying. He is comparing the way that believers and followers of God love to what the sinners do. So he was saying, if you're loving with other things in mind, if you're loving, expecting a return, if you're loving with any idea of getting of self-interest in there you're doing nothing different than a sinner and we are believers in Christ are different from sinners because we've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb so he is calling us to a greater expectation in our love that we love like God loves because we have the spirit of God and we love like Christ loved because we have the mind of Christ and so what did Christ do he endured the cross, despising the shame. He made of himself no reputation. Um, he didn't say a mumbling word. He didn't gripe. He didn't complain. He loved, not looking for anything in return. The Bible says that God commended his love toward us, and that while we had sinners, Christ died for us. God set this plan in motion, even before we could even have conscience of him to repent. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so that is the power of God's love. And that is the love that we have to have in the earth as believers in Jesus Christ. So we got to now look at ourselves and ask yourself, is my love absent of selfishness? Am I always thinking about what I might lose? If I'm always thinking about what the last person did, I'm always thinking about being, you know, misused and abused. Am I always thinking about 
cutting people off when they don't respond to my love, when they're irres- when they're irresponsible to the love and re- irresponsible to the mercy that I show them. Am I do my love having an expiration date? Because I ain't gonna do this for so long, and I'm not gonna be in this thing for nothing. Are those just things that we're saying? All in the name for love. You know, in the book of Philemon, with um. When Paul is is calling on Philemon to to restore his 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 servant Onesimus, he says he tells him to do it for love's sake. And so today, and that means for love's sake, he doesn't he doesn't think about all that happened before, but he's now restoring him for the sake of the love of Christ. And so we have to ask our question: What will you do for love's sake? Will you be selfless for love's sake that someone can experience the love and the grace that we have in Christ Jesus? We as believers in God cannot walk walk around and not love the way God loves us. We can't hold back on God's love. And listen, if we're waiting for someone to be worthy of our love, if we're waiting for someone to respond properly to our love, then we're waiting a long time because people may never respond properly to our love, but that's not our responsibility, how they respond. We just have to love like God loves us because many of us live sinful a long time, but God's love was there. He just sent his son. He made the sacrifice and it was on us to accept it. And with love and kindness, he drew us and we turned our back and we did what we want to do. And it took us a long time as believers of Christ to come to the love, to the knowledge of the Lord God. But his love was there and he never took it away because people didn't respond properly. But he knew that we needed a saving and deliverance from sin, deliverance from the bondage of sin. So he sent his son. Now, anyone who accepts that the plan of salvation can be saved. But the plan is there no matter how someone will respond. The love is there no matter how someone responds. And so that's the love we have to show today. We got to have a love that's absent of ourselves, of our own self-interest. We got to love like our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we're living and moving and have our being in him. And so we're seated with him in heavenly places and we're dead and our life is here with Christ and God. And so that gives us an ability to love like Christ because we're walking with him hand in hand. And he's given us the Holy Spirit and the paraclete to be our guide, to give us the power to do it all. That's the dunamis power of the Holy Ghost, the resurrection power he's given us. That gives us the power to live right and to love and to carry out this mission to go you therefore and teach all nations. Look, I want to thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I pray today something I said is it just it's to touch your heart and to begin to examine yourself that you walk forward in the way of God, in the way of truth. And I pray that we'll all be better walking in love that is absent of ourselves. Have a great day. If you listen to this podcast today, you don't know the Lord Jesus and the pardon of your sins and you want to be saved, just pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and answering my prayer. If you pray that prayer, you're saved, and I encourage you to reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and find yourself a local body of believers that can help you and disciple you in righteousness. Have a good day.
If you or someone you love are having a mental health crisis, please call 1-800-273-8255 immediately.